0: everybody, welcome to episode 64 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont.
1: I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson, and I have a headache. I took some medicine to hopefully cure that headache, but it's there, there and it I'm is. dealing with it.
0: There it is.
1: I had a rough day, you know what I mean? I do. We had a rough day, so we'll get into that. Don't you worry if you're worried. I want to know what their rough day was about. <laughs>
0: I'm really concerned.
1: I'm concerned about them. We'll let you know. Um... What do you want to start with? We have a few few topics we'd like to delve into this uh, episode.
0: We we uh, we saw a movie. Mm-hmm. Got some trailer. We got a trailer going on. Mm-hmm. Some things going on there. Canon
1: um, uh, announced a new camera.
0: Yeah. We've returned from the man of Hatton. The man of Hatton. The, the of Hatton. Hatton of Man. Yes. Uh, we met
1: with. Our cast, our cast uh-huh. for a little table read get together sort yeah, of situation. A little
0: table read get together. Brandon hadn't met anybody yet, so we just mm-hmm. wanted him to meet everyone um, and just kind of get a feel of one of the scenes that that uh, I wasn't even concerned about, but just it just I don't know why. Just that was the scene that I, just I was wanted like, to this get will feel be for a the, good
1: uh, scene to do. Yeah, good. It's a good uh, chemistry scene. Yeah. yeah, and then
0: just kind of go over all the. Details with Mm -hmm. everybody, Mm -hmm. Um, sleeping situations, weather, clothing,
1: food.
0: Mm -hmm. Here's what time this is happening and this is what time that's happening. And luckily we did because um, one of our actors is actually in a play on the day that we would be coming up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're not filming that day. So we're going to kind of work around that. Mm, Um, Of course. Actually, shout out to uh, Brandon Lillard from Steady Geek and from... Not up for debate. Yes, or like literally flying into the rescue Um, because we were kind of stumped on how to get Kieran up there. at night after his after his play, so he's literally going to have to do a play and then go right up and then film on Monday. Yeah, and then get on the train.
1: Busy man, bring all
0: his shit and I guess get on a train and then have to start filming the following day. Um, So not a whole lot of time for him to relax.
1: Seriously. I was kind
0: of hoping he'd have the day to just like look around the property, and mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just gonna be like work, work, work. But yeah. uh, he's a spry thirty, so yeah, he's he in, can do he's
1: it. In, he's in shape. He is fit.
0: Kieran, aka Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster. So um, yeah, so shout out to Brandon for like literally saving our asses on that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And um, yeah, so we we hit a bit of a snag, we which. Did. Um, it's like, you know, it's, it's the whole one. It rains, it pours. That's mm-hmm. literally what happened to us. So we've got, we got like two major blows to our shoot within like- I guess there's going to be
1: one more, right? Because bad news happens in threes. Oh, great. Thank you for that. Right? Isn't that how it works?
0: Well, I want to count like Kieran not being able to come up yeah, with the rest of us one. as one. So okay. well, let's just say we We're got good, the then. three already because right. I'm not, not that that's like really a big deal, but I don't, I, I have my cup runneth over. So, um, you know, it's a set and yeah. shit happens on a set unfortunately. Yes. Um
1: that is true.
0: So we kind of kind of sort of potentially lost one of our cast members. Mhm. Um and Which that happens. sucks.
1: <laughs> it happens, you know.
0: It does. It's just uh it's it's,
1: a, it's never good the obviously. The situation
0: is is like totally magoo because Everything's been storyboarded. Um, mm-hmm. This person was in the opening scene. So I now have to rewrite mm-hmm. an opening scene, like completely write it differently.
1: Yeah. Um, so um, people might ask, why not just recast it?
0: There's just not time. I mean, no we're time. filming in two weeks. Yeah. Like I don't... It. We we cast everybody that's in this film. We had the cast like ready to go and finalized in like
1: It's April? been a while, yeah.
0: Like April. April, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Now squeezing an entirely new person that we're not familiar with. Um, like, I, I put the feelers out there for mm-hmm. some people that we knew. Right. But I'm, I'm like, prepared to just write the character out and kind yeah. of... Um, I think it's
1: more of a time thing, right? Because we could certainly put a casting call out and have people... Yeah,
0: There's but there's no time to do weekend, it. weekend,
1: but we don't have next weekend to go down and and do we all that no stuff. We have no time. So, yeah. <laughs> like, nothing... So, yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah.
0: So that 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 kind of sucked. And mm-hmm. then like just to I was just like, "All right, I'm going to just confirm again because now I was like, "Oh, this sucks. Um uh, we lost our PA." Yes. Who um was like letting me know they were only available for part of the day and that was like kind of never the deal. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Um, we're gonna have to find somebody, or mm-hmm. maybe not find anybody, which now makes this way harder for you.
1: Yeah, because uh, well, yes, that's just more physical labor. To I shouldn't say physical labor, like, but it's just more time, right? To to have to yeah. move things around and set things up. I mean, look, we still got a little bit of time to possibly find somebody to I'm fit that role.
0: Somebody, like, I, I obviously that one is
1: less we're less concerned with chemistry and all that stuff. Obviously they just have to be reliable and whatever. Yeah, but, um, I didn't,
0: I don't, you know, ideally I, know I the wouldn't want to our our anything Our casting crew change. is amazing
1: and, and you know, they'll definitely help out pitch yeah, as much like, as they can. But
0: like I said, they're,
1: you know, their main priority is to act and I don't want them to have to be yep. um, nope. worried about other stuff. You yeah. know, it's just it's important. Not, that they... It's not
0: fun when you're doing that. Yeah. But I know that, you know, everybody's willing to ch- to chip in and like make it happen, which is what's, awesome um but uh again just like shout out to brandon who's going to be helping us out a lot and to ryan Kotzer also who like was kind of there when we got the news mm-hmm. about one of you know one of the cast members and was like i'll just go on lunch runs <laughs> for, if you don't have a pa and you know so um there's kind of, you know, there there's the initial stress, obviously, because it's like this isn't like two months away. This is two weeks away. And yeah. it's just like, now what? Like it, there's so much scrambling that's going to be going on. But at the same time, you know, we ha- we just know some really awesome people and everybody's just like, look, yeah. we'll figure it out. Support, like it's yeah. going to happen a lot of, a and a lot we'll of figure support. it And out. that's
1: the good thing, you know, you have this, this um, thing that happens, which kind of throws everything into the, throws a monkey wrench into, is that the expression? Sure. Monkey wrench? Yeah throws one of those into the equation, but then you you see how everybody else kind of steps up and, and is willing to help out, which is uh, very nice, to say the least. So now it's just a matter of, you know, uh, adapting to that, right? That's really all filmmaking is to, to a, a certain degree is just problem solving, you know?
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie. Things were going a little too smoothly mm. for me. Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like nothing mm-hmm. major or crazy has happened yet that's going to just completely throw this whole fucking thing off. Yeah. And so this was kind of like, oh, there it is.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I guess better two weeks before than two days before, you know. I, I, mean, I don't know. I have to try to find that that uh, that silver lining. It's hiding. Yeah. It's there somewhere.
1: Well, yeah, it could always be worse, and right? I'm just
0: like, all right, well.
1: They could have canceled the day of or something. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I don't know. We're just. I guess we'll just have to work things out. And
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: I'm trying not to have a goddamn coronary over it. Yeah, it's because th- that's you know, I like to do that. It's
1: you know, <laughs> and we've had issues like this before in the past, but it not was, quite like this. It was never to this scale, and it was never with this sort of big, you know, this sort of size of a production, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so, always something. Yeah. Right? No, that's perfect. There's always something that's you have to be prepared for that. You have yeah. to be prepared for some for some fuckery to take place. Uh, this is said fuckery. It's happened, it's here it's here and it's proud and it's not uh, it's not letting up so i mean we'll just we'll just roll with it yep,
1: yep. roll with it um and cuz that's all you can do that's yeah. all you can do
0: that's that's literally what i said
1: yep <laughs> i'm just re- reinforcing that <laughs> thank point. you very much i reinforcing appreciate reinforcing over here
0: um so we watched a film I actually ironically I reached out to the director of this film and mm-hmm. they never got back to me about mm. being on the show. So well, the movie sucks. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um so uh, when it became available on Showtime, I was like, Oh, that's that movie that good. I had I followed them on Instagram, so I was like, Okay, I get to see it. The name of the film is Rust Creek. It's directed by Jen McGowan and it was written by Julie Lipson and Stu Pollard. I mm-hmm. um I, to my understanding it was um there were a lot of women yes. on uh, on the crew mm-hmm. i think the dp and the editor might have been uh ladies and uh, which is always cool seeing a lot mm-hmm. of that now which is awesome
1: right
0: um and so it starred uh hermione
1: corfield
0: hermione
1: hmm. her
0: hermione corfield who's a brit mm-hmm. um but she she plays a you kentucky gal it. she plays her a kentucky gal and uh, it's there's also uh, Micah, I think Hopman or something like that. He played the, one of the bad guys. Daniel Hill was another bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, so I I liked initially when I had seen the trailer. I was attracted to the cinematography. I thought mm-hmm. like because it's kind of like in the fall and yeah. the woods and all that. You yep. know, which always looks great.
1: Yeah. And they um, shot on an Ari.
0: So. They shot on an Ari. So um, I always I'm as you know I'm a little weird about. Reviewing indie films. Sure. Um, because there's always kind of something to sort of go like, mm, I don't know. Like, you know right. I mean, I, I, I do that with huge budgeted right. films. There's always something that you're like, I don't But know.
1: indie films, it feels more like, well, could you have done better? Yeah, sort exactly. Of thing. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, it's, it, well, it's easy to say when you don't have a, a, a $40 million budget, but could you have done what they did? You know, that's yeah. not... So uh, I don't... I don't Again, I don't see the point in like... Critic, if this movie was like all around bad, I wouldn't have even bothered reviewing right. it. Um, I felt like the movie... Looked good for the most part, but then there were certain parts that, a little inconsistent. like, inconsistent. Yeah, that we were sort of surprised that it was shot on an Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what kind of lenses they had or what, like, yeah, I don't was know going their lens on. Package it's hard yet. to find a lot of information on it. Yeah, um, but the, uh, the the lead actress in it did very well. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a, it was it was a good film. There were just certain times that I felt as the audience that we were kind of ahead of the story. Right. And um Right, because when you're in a, you're in a, a
1: situation, you know, you never want you know, the, the person on screen should always be the smartest one. Right. You yeah. know, trying to figure out how to get out of a situation or or whatever. You never want to feel like, why didn't you just and that happens in so many movies with you know, millions of dollars or yeah, it can like,
0: happen to anybody. You know,
1: why wouldn't you just go over there or run over there, or whatever. I feel like though with this not with this movie, but with most movies, it becomes really tough to kind of um Because this movie involves somebody getting lost, right? Mm -hmm. Which I don't think is too much of a spoiler. But like with today, with technology today, how do you kind of work around that? Mm -hmm. And it's always trying to find ways to work around the cell phone, right? Mm -hmm. That's like the big thing, you know? Like if someone's in danger, everybody always has their cell phone. They can call. They can find directions. They can do all this stuff. So the first step in any movie is always like taking that away, you know? How do you you make that null, you know? And they did that in this film as well. But it's such a tricky thing because it's so ubiquitous, you know.
0: <laughs> you love the opportunity to use that word. Yeah, I do. Um yeah, I again, this is our critiques especially with indie stuff mm-hmm. um is is just like it's just like having a conversation. There's things I like about it, there's things I don't like about it. Um for me it was the little inconsistencies in the character, like the actions of that character. My motivations. Um, yeah, it just felt like there was a lot of standing around and waiting for things during times where you'd be like, this is not the time to right. do that. Like, now's the time to haul ass. Yeah. And the character would just kind of, like, be chilling out. Um, some of the, the decisions that the character makes in terms of their injury, mm-hmm. um, you yes. know, it's like. There was this might be a slight spoiler, but there was like a point where it's not really a spoiler that something bad happens. It's right in the trailer. Like, Uh you know, she meets these two guys who are like creeps. And so at one point she's injured and she's like running into the woods away from these guys. And she takes off her sweater Uh to sort of dress her wound or sort of in a way. But like rather than rip the sleeve off. So that she's not completely like exposed to uh, to to the the cold, she just takes the whole sweater off and then just literally uses it for three seconds to like hold on her leg and then throws the sweater on the ground and runs. It's like if it's cold out, why would? And I know someone's like really, but it's it's it's, I'm trying to really you know you want as a writer you want the audience to relate to that character and what's happening. And so like once that started happening, I was like I don't relate to this person. And I kind of don't feel bad for her because I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there yeah. was a lot of, what are you doing? This would be a terrible thing to watch in the theater because I would have been yelling at the screen. <laughs> at home, there was still a lot of that. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why is she doing that? Why would you do that? Why, you know? Um, and so I don't know. I don't know what the writing process was like. How long they had for the script to write? I don't know. Yeah. but it just seems like things got kind of pushed around in terms of that.
1: Mm-hmm. I still
0: think she did a, a really good job with it <clears throat> in yeah. playing her part. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, all the actors were pretty solid for the most part, you know? I mean, yeah. Every, they,
0: everybody actually did it. They, they did a good job, but it's just, I, it's like, I, I could foresee too much of what was yeah. happening. You know, like there was no time, like you almost want to kind of wonder if a bad, if a bad guy, so to speak, is a bad guy. You have that little time to be like, is there anything redeeming about them? It's like, they're bad guys were bad from the minute you saw them. From the first scene that they came right, in, you're right, like, those right. guys are bad. Those are the bad guys. You know what I mean? There There's was no just depth no depth to them. There was no depth. There was no build to the, to how bad they were. You just mm-hmm. knew immediately, like, these were these were bad dudes. And so right. um, it felt, like, kind of rushed in that way, right. I guess.
1: Right. And then, uh, you, you know, in dealing with misdirects is tricky in films, too. And I didn't see the misdirect coming, but, like... It I just felt like it was kind of it kinda of seemed out of nowhere. Maybe like maybe they tried too hard to not have it seem like it was coming. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean I I from since I'd seen the trailer, I like I knew these guys. Yeah, from I the knew trailer, nothing so. going
1: into this film, which I kinda like mm-hmm. I kinda like that. Yeah. It's kind of like I, I wish I had the um ability to do that on every film, to not watch a trailer and
0: Well you do. <laughs> You just don't, don't no, watch I don't. the trailers. That's
1: the problem. <laughs> I have no self-control. I have no discipline to be able to do that. But that would be amazing, like being able to go fresh into any movie and not know anything mm. and be surprised by stuff. Yeah. That'd be, anyway, um, tangent. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely I definitely enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was well made. Um, just small little critiques that, you know, make yeah, me like, feel look, better about this myself. Yeah, like, if this was, like,
0: someone we knew and they were like, hey, I made this film, I'd be like, freaking good job. You know, like, it's... Yeah. It, there's nothing easy. It seemed like a pretty like solid, busy shoot. You know, yeah. there's a and lot you know what, going on. You know, uh,
1: good for them for getting on Showtime and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's great. awesome. You know,
0: that's awesome. But so I, I think like where somebody might say, God, that's like mean that you're criticizing. Like I don't part of that criticism is just in seeing that, you know what, there's imperfections in this script. There were a couple visual things that happened that we were like, what was that? Um, with lighting at one point we actually thought they were going into a dream sequence because the lighting got so weird for like a solid three seconds and i don't know if it was like a weird flare like a lens flare i don't know what happened but the light got like super bright and weird for a couple seconds and then went back so that was a little confusing When I say that, it's not to be like, oh, you didn't make a perfect film. It's more to say, like, you know what? This shit happens. Right. Well,
1: that's the thing, you know. And it
0: still made it onto Showtime. You know what I mean? That's that's the this is a smaller production. Right. So it
1: it goes into the bigger conversation of of film criticism in general. Right. You know, we're not criticizing this film because we didn't like it or we think we could do better because that's if that was the case, then, you know, nobody would have the right to criticize anything. Um, but our critiques are in just that, like, what we liked about and what didn't work for us. And, you know, we welcome that with our own films, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you can certainly find any one of our films and find more mistakes in any of our shorts than you did in this whole feature. Probably, but, yeah. You know, so um, I feel like these, this is just feedback. Like, for me as a filmmaker, I, this is the feedback I want, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and not like, it's not like I'm offering them a service with my criticism. I'll send
0: you my bill. <laughs>
1: yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's important to to express how this piece of art made you feel, you know, and that's that, you know, there's, there's still great filmmakers and I enjoyed it, but this is how I felt about it. Yeah. And that's that.
0: Yeah. And, and I can say personally on, on the writing side of that, like, this is the type of stuff I would want to know. So I don't do that again. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe you do, you know, maybe you're like, you know what, I, I don't fucking agree with you
1: right and and, and, <laughs> and then and, you do you you know that's right. it but and, i'm just
0: saying that was my
1: and we have no clue about obviously about what happened you know the day that for that shot that was kind of flarey you know maybe that was a shot that you know something happened on accident and they didn't have a chance to reshoot it like there's so many things that could have happened that we we know nothing yeah. about that i'm
0: much more forgiving with this type of stuff because it's like this it's a lot harder when you don't when you're independent, you know yeah. what I mean? When you see really like silly mistakes on huge budgeted films, that's when I'm kind of like, really?
1: Yeah. Did, this- how
0: did no one catch that? You have, you know, 75 people on staff. Like, how did nobody yeah, yeah. catch that inconsistency or something like that? But it's a lot harder when you're working with. A minimal amount of people for the cast and crew. It's, yep. it's a lot of work. So I commend anyone that, you know, is able to make a good film, even with errors, mm-hmm. it happens. Um, but yeah, when you see stuff that's like, you know, they had like a, a $50 million budget and it's something real, because like you're watching a film that had a $50 million budget and the cinematography doesn't look good. It's like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. You know? How was your cinematography? At least not fantastic with that kind of yeah. a budget. What did you spend your money on? Then you know that's
1: yeah. This is much more of a, 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 I would assume more of a passion project in the sense that you know this is a story that somebody wanted to tell. You know yeah. Um, it was from what I remember it was based on a story by somebody. I doubt that. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and so you know this isn't some film that it was made to turn around and you know make a. You know, eighty million dollars and sell merchandise. You know, this was a film that a, a group of people sat down and made and just enjoyed making it. I hope they enjoyed yeah. making it. Yeah, seems like they did.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I I would give it like um, probably like a B minus. Uh,
1: you know, it's weird because that's what I would have gotten it, but for some reason, the further away I get from the film, the the more I seem to like it. Okay. Weird, but I'd give it a B.
0: <laughs> the more I seem to like it, I
1: like it. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> Alright,
0: so B B minus. I mean, I still yeah. I, like. I still recommend it.
1: Um, oh, for sure, definitely watch it.
0: Yeah, and so and if
1: sh- they would have came on the show, we may have given it a higher grade. <laughs> just saying,
0: <laughs> you missed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a trailer that was going around called "Wrinkles the Clown."
1: Yeah, I I just watched this trailer
0: that I initially thought was um. Uh, I I, I thought it was a mockumentary. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was a mockumentary Uh, when I first saw it. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was like, wait, I think I remember seeing something about this person on YouTube. So I was like, wait, I think this is an actual documentary. The way it's filmed is very much like a trailer. Yeah. So it's- Like for an actual narrative film. Yeah, for an actual narrative film. Like when they do those, what the hell, you know, like those teen movies where everyone's on their computer and there's a killer in the house and you're like, oh, it's supposed to look like it's- Really the whole happening, thing shot but from yeah, screens of yeah, laptops. Yeah, it's like a POV, and, yeah. or but it's not, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, so that's very much how this was filmed. And so the trailer confused me. I was like, Am I watching a documentary, a right. mockumentary? Is this a film? Like, what is this? Right. And which then, is,
1: which is, I think, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. For sure.
0: And, um, so apparently, this this person who's known as Wrinkles the Clown mm-hmm. is some dude who you can call and hire. To scare the living shit out of people. Yeah. Uh, BT dubs. Don't do that. Right. Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's an awesome way to end our friendship. Just so you know. Yeah. I'm not a clown person. I don't enjoy the clowns. Uh, Some of them I can tolerate depending on what they look like, but Mm -hmm. I generally don't like clowns. And this to me in the trailer, there was a scene of somebody who had apparently hired this clown to hide under their child's bed. Crazy. Because their kid did something bad. Um. Like, I'm all for being strict with a kid when they fuck up, you know what I mean, as you know. <laughs> also
1: also down with uh, p- uh, pulling pranks on your children.
0: <laughs> I'm, all for
1: I'm all for emotionally
0: that. damaging your children yep. for a good laugh. Yep. However, there's a limit. And hiring some strange dude yeah, to hide that's under that's your kid's bed bit. in the middle of that's the night crazy. is like, you might... <laughs> You might need some kind of mental help, and I'm pretty sure CPS should be at your house. Like there yeah. is a line, and you've <laughs> just flown past it at warp speed. So that is like a, a hard no from me. But um I enjoy watching people get pranked, right? But I don't like being pranked,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that think I've convenient? Ever pranked you in our. We're like, still like together, that.
0: so the answer is no. Yeah. Cause I, I will legit leave somebody. Like if we had started dating and you were like, Oh, I'm a prankster, we wouldn't be sitting here right now because okay. I can't I can't tolerate that. Yeah. I don't like it. And one time I scared you thinking that you knew that I was you were showering. Mm. And I thought I made noise like coming into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes I'll be like, Boo. But you didn't hear me and you st- Jumped back and almost fell, and I felt so bad. I don't remember that, yeah. I felt so bad. I was like, "Oh no, I actually actually scared yeah. you. That's terrible. I don't like it."
1: Yeah, the old ticker can't take that. No,
0: I'm not a fan. So, so just yeah. a, just
1: a quick side tangent on clowns. Um, <laughs> are they sure. even fun anymore? No. You know what I mean? Like clowns. Like, do
0: people actually hire them for their children's well, not party? Not only
1: that, but it's like. I feel like if you made a movie where a clown wasn't scary, that would be different. Clowns have just become a scary thing. Like, you know, it's, well, yeah. the whole idea was that clowns were creepy be- because they, were, they, they represented, you know, fun and funny things. Whereas now clowns they just They were creepy strictly... because
0: they didn't intend to be creepy. Right.
1: And now clowns are strictly to be creepy. Yeah. You know? I,
0: I had actually had a, a story that I wanted to write that had a clown in it, but that the clown was just like a failure.
1: What was that person like, What was that show Baskets is that Baskets he plays is, with I think clown it's still on
0: Yeah Zach, Gal- mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis uh, Plays the clown I think
1: Oh let me Just a quick side note With Zach Galifianakis I got a lot of Whoa, side Whoa there's a I... side
0: note With Galifianakis yeah, I have, It's ironic
1: I, I watched the trailer For Between Two Ferns Have you yes. seen that trailer mm-hmm. And because I watched it On YouTube You know all of the other videos So I started Going down the <laughs> hole Of Between Two Ferns And I have to say Upon my reemergence Of that show It is just brilliant <laughs> That it's show good. is so good, so funny. It's 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 just so good. Yeah. Um. Anyway,
0: it's his it's his part though. I don't. I can't imagine anybody else yeah, like, well, pulling of that off. Yeah. Really. Um.
1: I don't know how the movie. The movie's kind of weird structurally, but um. Yeah. Maybe it'll be funny. I don't know. That, I think what works so well about the, it the is movie that it's it was just,
0: necessary. Yeah. It's like the show was funny enough. I feel like
1: if he would have just released. Instead of making a movie out of it, make a short series of like 10 videos with yeah. it or whatever or yeah. 20 or however many. It would have been much more um, f- comedic because the the funny thing for me is how he is. But then if you take him out and put him in the real world, right. I, I don't know if that works. Yeah, but, I don't know. Um, yeah, those those old episodes, God, were just so funny. Cool. Okay, I'm <laughs> off that.
0: <laughs> so you're done with the clown or? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I don't, uh, uh, I think, yeah, the, the clowns are now, they're not, I mean, nobody seriously hires a clown right. for their children, unless right. the clown, like, comes with, uh, like, fucking Wi-Fi or some shit. If <laughs> yeah. yeah. your kids can I'm plug their back iPad back. into the, the clown.
1: Yeah, into their feet or something. Yeah, or something, I don't know. Big clown shoes. Uh,
0: they're they're not really a thing anymore. They're just sort of this, these scary entities.
1: We almost had a clown car situation going down to the city.
0: Yeah, we did. Trying to fit everybody. pretty tight in we there. Had, yeah, we had to just... We had to switch to two cars. It just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. wasn't there's was no way I could have done that for an hour and a half plus.
1: Yeah.
0: No way. Um, yeah. So that I'm I'm interested to see this trailer because now the documentary is obviously about the guy who is playing the clown. I guess from what I can gather from the trailer, he was not really finding work as an actual right. working clown and decided to creep it up. And then all of a sudden he he became the person to go to. Mm-hmm. Interesting career,
1: yeah. To well, say hey, the least. you know, it's a way to stay, you know, a way to keep your career malleable. But see, know?
0: here's to me. Th- this is very dangerous, right? Because if you had hired this dude to hide under my bed,
1: well, there was, there's, the I would de- have there's fucking the stabbed him. There's the threats they play in the trailer. There's like know? no way in hell <laughs>
0: that I would have let that guy survive. Yeah. But first of all, you're in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean, care who hired you, but you're he's in my definitely house. definitely
1: got to be, you know, um, prepared for those situations. Yeah, but he's like in his 60s. Yeah, I don't know. And they don't show his face at all.
0: Like, especially now where literally anyone can be armed. Mm-hmm. How has he not been shot?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did they mention <laughs> where it takes place? You show up in place? my
0: yard. I don't know. You show up in my yard dressed as a clown staring at me. I'm shooting you. <laughs> I'll probably go to jail, but I'm going to shoot you. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah. Hopefully I have like rock salt or whatever the hell that shit is have a double barrel gun and just uh and and i don't shoot you with an actual bullet but i mean no yeah that's just not happening i hope he's got i wonder if he has like a bulletproof vest underneath <laughs> his
1: suit Probably like a full bulletproof outfit Jeez.
0: so yeah that's that check that out wrinkles the clown fuck mm-hmm.
1: that guy the mask is pretty creepy though so that's
0: i didn't you know what i actually didn't find the no. mask very creepy i find that The intentionally, that's the thing, is like, okay, obviously, look, if a creepy clown, an intentionally creepy clown, turns a corner and I'm not expecting it, I'm most likely going to piss myself. Right. Like, I'm not going to claim that, Ah, I can totally handle that, especially with a a clown that's intended to look scary. But when you know that it's coming Mm -hmm. and it's like these hayride halloween fucking things or whatever that you know i know what they're gonna do oh you're an evil scary clown gotcha it's the ones that don't intend to be scary those are the ones the like bozo the clown type clowns Mm -hmm. i don't mess with those bastards i don't like them like circus clowns i find scarier than actual clowns that are meant to be scary scary Yeah. yeah because i'm like that's Whatever. Yeah. There's just something about like not being able to read their face and their expressions. Yeah. Um. Their big dumbass clown feet. I just don't like it. I'm not a fan. I haven't. I got like the, the last time.
1: Ish sort of. No. See, the
0: Joker's not scary. That's like a dude with makeup on his face. Mm. Yeah. To me, the original Pennywise was way creepier than this new one. Mm cuz this new one is supposed to be scary and right. it's like oh it's a scary clown but the fact that those that's what clowns looked like back Hello. then you know pennywise was like the bald was, no
1: mm. he was that came out this weekend didn't it i think the so eight, yeah.
0: yeah i did not find it scary the original because i didn't because find it, didn't find didn't it too it. scary
1: oh the original yeah yeah, yeah. i, I didn't
0: yeah. i didn't find the original scary only because i knew who was under that makeup yeah and it was like Tim Curry is not scary. Yeah, there was I all like Tim I was is, I
1: is was
0: waiting for him to just like drag superstar to you know break out into dance. Yeah, and do the time warp. Yeah, so I was like, that's not really scary. Yeah, um, but you know this new one. Yeah, it came out. I I you know I have just no interest in seeing it and it's weird cuz there's a lot of good actors in it yeah
1: i'll see it when it like is on yeah, netflix or something yeah you know? i guess i'm but, not rushing uh, to yeah, see I'm not it rushing. i and not I actually like the first one more than you did yeah i didn't really yeah I I was it was, uh, that was that's pretty good some interesting things in it <laughs> yeah that was pretty good i feel like the the sequel is going to have too many visual effects in it to i be, think they're just
0: try, they're trying too hard now to make it way too scary and yeah, it's it's more of the pra- you know it's the practicality of yeah. the clown that makes it scary. Yeah. Versus, and that's what I didn't like about the first one. And when he turned into a giant like garage dweller yeah. spider thing, I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, what? Okay. Yeah. That just they again they just they go too crazy with the effects, mm-hmm. and you're 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 missing out on what's actually scary. Brandon and I were actually talking about this on the way home about um, M Night. Mm. And how, like, signs was just like it got blown up too much. And it's like he never seemed to really recover from that film, never really did as well. Uh, As Sixth Sense, rather. I'm sorry, not signs, Sixth Sense. And then we were talking about how, in signs, like for me personally, I really liked that film, Mm -hmm. but I could have lived without seeing the alien at the end. I thought seeing it pass on the TV was like, whoa, because you didn't really get to see much. Chopping the fingers off, like, that's like, oh, you don't get to see it. The part in the the basement. the that part in the basement was creepy, but it's like they also weren't in the space for the effects at that time. Yeah. So it's like when he's turning into plaid cuz the shirt yeah. was pla- it just looked really blech. Yeah. I I would have loved if they just kept it with when she when he looks in the TV. Yeah that and if they, you were just watching it or from not their at all. perspective or like figure
1: out a way to like not have to show them
0: well i think in the tv was cool like that yeah. was just like oh shit it's there and if you if you had just watched that scene from their perspective um that would have been cool and if you know yeah he hits the glass the water drips and you just show the shoulder and the yeah. burn but once they did the whole that movement that the yeah, the alien weird. had was just really like not working It's no for lady
1: me. in the water but it was all right Ugh,
0: we talked about that <laughs> film too yeah I don't I didn't really care for that film. Me neither. You said you liked it.
1: Lady in the Water? Yeah. No.
0: You owned it when we were dating. That's how I watched it cuz you I had owned it Lady on in DVD, the water? yeah. Hmm.
1: I don't remember that. And I've I I like, only seen it like a couple times. I, I,
0: a couple times, that's a couple times too many, sir. Well,
1: my ex-girlfriend liked it. I
0: barely got through that movie, so yeah, you ex-girlfriend owned it. My girlfriend liked that movie a lot. I hate to tell you, when we started dating, I was like, I heard this was really bad, and you're like, you know what, it's not that bad, it's like, there's actually, it's kind of good, it just wasn't great, that's what she said.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it was in a different place in my life.
0: <laughs> I, th- I, I think you are on a now. different planet.
1: Yeah, probably. Um,
0: yeah, so enough bashing M. 9 <laughs> sorry dude, but yeah, what is
1: happening? I like the village though. I'm one of the few that like the I village. I liked the
0: village as well. Even mm. though it was like wildly predictable.
1: Yes. Well, you know what? I don't know if I don't I don't remember, but I don't feel like I saw it coming. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Maybe. I don't remember.
0: Had you been drinking or something? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I'm not really good at predicting things like that. I'm better now that I've you know, more like that I've
0: not thought it was like I mean I, I I like I pretty much knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. I still liked it. I still thought it was decent concept. It was just kind of like not the execution we could use a little work, but yes. I still really liked it. And I loved all. I loved the color correction and the mm-hmm. the the um, just the cinematography on it was yeah. really solid, pretty. The happening
1: no, oh, that was rough. Marky Mark ruining another movie. <laughs> that was
0: really that was a rough one. Mm-hmm. Started out great people flying off the buildings i'm like holy shit and then five minutes later i was like i'm out marky mark is a teacher
1: (laughs) okay a math teacher or something i think he was a biology teacher or something oh right because it had to do
0: with the the environment and stuff and i was like uh no so yeah anyway so the canon
1: the canon all right so yeah they see what i did there canon so i'm tired if you don't know how i feel about canon here's how i feel about canon I mean, look, cameras are cameras, right? They're just a tool. But I feel like ca- Canon cameras.
0: We own a Canon.
1: Yes, I know. Uh, the, I'm about the <laughs> cinema cameras. He
0: said, yes, I know.
1: I'm talking about cinema oh, okay. cameras, not just not yeah, yeah, yeah. photo cameras. Um, I feel that they have a great picture. They have good color science. Um, But I feel like they their pricing structure is a bit too aggressive. Hmm. Um, You know, they're trying to compete with like Red and Ari, and they're not Red or Ari, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, actually red is like whatever, Maybe they're more like red, but, um, I feel like their, their image is better than red, but their specs aren't as good as red.
0: Wasn't, but, but either way. Wasn't there a point though that on the, the, the commercial side of things that like everybody wanted that Canon, like a, was it like a 5d or something like that?
1: At the very beginning the the you know the, well, the can- Like you could get 5D, work if you just had that camera. Yeah, when the 5d Mark two, was it the Mark two came out? That was like the camera mm-hmm. because it was full frame. I do remember that. It could shoot twenty-four, I guess, after a firmware or a hack it could shoot twenty-four. So you if back in the day, if you had that camera, you could get work because a lot of producers and companies love buzzwords, right? They love mm-hmm. oh, you have a Canon five D mark II. Mm-hmm. great. We can shoot something cool. How did that start though? What start with that camera like how specifically? Did
0: that, yeah. How did how did the, the that become a know. buzzword? Like I I wonder who was I the don't know. That was something filmed on that and everybody probably. was like, Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Someone probably did something good with it and everybody wanted it. But that said, then Canon started coming out with so yeah, I'll just I'll keep try to keep it short, but my spiel on Canon is this. Like I feel like they are so scared to um cannibalize their own product line that they are like removing features from cameras and then you know, putting them in more expensive cameras, they charge a lot for these features that are almost in these other cameras. It's they're kind of a mess when it comes to product lines, in my opinion. Mm. Um, a lot of people find that, and, and look, if you give me a can, if you give me a Canon, I'll shoot with it and I'll make the best picture I can. So it, it's whatever, you know, yeah. but um, I just feel like. You know, when they came out with the, I believe it was the C two hundred, um, they really wanted to because they want to compete at the five thousand to ten thousand dollar range, but they also want to compete at the you know twenty thousand dollar range. And you can't, it's you can't just, have yeah, you can't have both because ways. people like at the the five thousand dollar range, the black magic range, you have the, the black magics, you have Sony, you have Panasonic down there kind of battling it out, and then you want and if you're going to compete with those guys the feature set that you would need is not something that Canon is willing to put in their cameras the mm. C200 for example came out it was like under 10 grand and they were actively re- taking features out of it mm-hmm. that could there's no reason they couldn't be in there right um they just taken them out because then they can put them in more expensive cameras and because if they were to put them in there then the cameras that they're charging twice as much for didn't have those features and it's right. like you know, it's it starts to get really tricky with that stuff. And so that's why I'm a fan of companies like Blackmagic where their mindset is different, where it's like, how much can we fit into a $5,000 camera where other camera manufacturers are? How much can we charge for this sort of thing? So that's my spiel on Canon. I don't hate them at all or anything, but I just feel like as a company, I feel like they're kind of all over the place. And, you know, a lot of people love shooting on DSLR still, and that's cool. Uh, but, you know, Canon's... It's ironic that Canon kind of started that revolution with the five d and now they're slowly trying to back away and like with the five d mark IV or whatever they were taking features out again, so yeah I don't know that it's so they came out with this c five hundred mark II. Mm-hmm. um it's a full frame six k camera or technically five point nine k i think um it's you know the, the the specs are great you know it's full frame six k fifteen stops of dynamic range um uh, yeah, 6K, 60 frames a second It has like, Canon has some pretty decent autofocus with the, If you have lenses that support it um, But I don't, I would never use autofocus So that's fine um, They have a lot of, they have internal NDs They have like, internal NDs up to 10 stops But you have to get an adapter for stops 8 and 10 But it's uh, 2, 4, and 6 are in camera um, But yeah, I mean, it seems, you know it's, it, it checks a lot of boxes for what it is but i believe it's like fifteen thousand dollars so i mean in four or five for six k full frame camera that's not too bad Mm. it's not too bad it could be worse um but um yeah i don't know there it seems like to have xlr inputs you need to add a module and and everything so i'm interested to see how how this camera does in the marketplace because it seems like i don't know just kind of seems like all right you're going to see start seeing a lot of full-frame cameras coming in the marketplace soon, yeah. by the way. That's kind of the new thing. Um, people want to have their... My prediction is that Blackmagic's next camera, mm-hmm. their next URSA Mini, whatever it is, will be f- a bit smaller. I hope
0: they call it that. The
1: URSA... The URSA Mini, the Ursa what, Mini whatever, whatever it is. is. <laughs> it's going to be full-frame, maybe a little bit smaller, more modular, and... it's
0: a little lighter.
1: Lighter, yeah. It has to be lighter. That's everyone... I that's find that, biggest complaint that with That camera is kind of heavy. Is, and now, you know, for the film... I mean, luckily we're borrowing, we're not even renting, we're borrowing a, a gimbal for it, but that, that thing's too heavy to fly on anything. So. Yeah,
0: there's no and way. And by the way,
1: fly means to put on a gimbal and move around. Yeah. That's industry speak. Oh, Just okay. Just FYI. Cool, cool. Just FYI.
0: Yeah. There's there's no way that your shoulders would be like yeah, because, completely shot by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. There's, um. yeah, I have to, luckily it's really cheap to rent, but I had to a, a, a rent a, an easy rig because yeah, after four days of shooting, there's no way. That thing's going to be on my shoulder for four You'd 40s. be in a body
0: cast, sir. Mm,
1: plus I'm old. Okay. You
0: don't have enough moose clays for
1: it. No, 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 not enough. You Yeah, to get more. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, that's the camera. It came out. It's, you know, it is. Yeah, okay. It's here. Let's we'll see what happens. So it's going to be a rental camera probably for most people at that price point. Mm. You know.
0: What was the price point?
1: I think $15,000. Oh. oh, dear. Yeah. My, my,
0: my. my, my that's my, my, pricey. My.
1: Yeah. And I don't know how that stocks up against like the uh, staff stocks, stocks. Stacks up against like the uh, C700 or the C300, the C200. I know that mm. I think it's the the C700 FF is the other full frame one, I believe. Um, but you know, we'll just have to see how it plays out in the market. But oh, it has a has an, a removable and a removable lens mount, so you can put on PL or EF or whatever. I just Probably feel like we are
0: we will be perpetually living in the five to seven thousand dollar range camera. Yeah, whatever's what, basically whatever Blackmagic is doing next, right? That we can maybe upgrade our Blackmagic camera, but there doesn't well, seem to-, to be anything. It's like you're you're either spending about six thousand on a camera, right? Right, or you're spending like twelve thousand. 15 and up. Like there's no like really good $8,000 camera yeah, or the EVA something. EVA one
1: is, is I think around seven. And then um, I believe the, uh, the Venice is the Venice at that price point. That might be a bit more, but yeah, usually like when everything's said and done, you're looking, you know, around five to eight.
0: You're either on the lower end yeah. or you're having to go over 10 K.
1: Yeah. But the good thing is that, you know, you can hopefully still get a little bit of money for the camera you have now. So the, uh, the cost isn't, A complete cost, you know. If if Black Magic were to come out with something that was that amazing, I had to have, and it was like six or seven thousand. Well, I can probably still get three for mine. How the hell
0: would you ship our camera? That like, how much that's going to cost to ship that if you sold it? Probably
1: like fifty bucks. Christ, it's the insurance. That's yeah, it's going to be more than that because you're going to have to. But because I am who I am, I keep boxes for everything, so it would be in the original box.
0: You you do love you a box. Mm -hmm. Our attic looks like.
1: A warehouse. Like a, a
0: tech warehouse exploded up there. <laughs> um, okay. So that's what's happened. I was
1: surprised. I thought it was gonna be a much shorter show than it is.
0: No, we just like we, you know, flapping like, our gums like uh, yeah. we've got nothing better to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like I don't have a ton of
1: storyboarding to redo. It's like
0: you <laughs> pretty much. It's like I don't have an entire scene to rewrite. Yeah. Um so yeah. Next week is the weekend before we
1: Shoot. You want to hear another piece of ironic news? What's that? I think it was uh, like within the last couple of days, I literally just finished the last scene that this person was in. Of course. You know, the whole rest of my storyboarding has nothing to do with that person. Oh, well, you know. So.
0: Yay. Um, so, yeah. So we are, uh, well, obviously we'll, we'll be around next week. I don't know how we're going to, I don't think we're going to be able to release. We're going to, this will be the first time we miss a week.
1: Why? How are we going to release a show? We're going to have to release it on Saturday or Sunday morning. Mm, yeah, we'll know. have to release it on a Saturday. And then when we get back, we can, yeah. So it's a day early. Who cares?
0: I don't know. I don't know that there's even time for that. Honestly, there's so much stuff to do. So you well, may or see. may not hear from us Maybe we'll week. bank
1: an episode. We've never done but that before, but maybe I we'll do I just said that. Well, this is the episode where I repeat everything you say.
0: <laughs> You're such a jerk. This
1: is tough. No?
0: Uh, ah. Ah. I wanna I wanna take a shower and put my, my pajamas on. Yeah. That's what I wanna do. So uh thank you for joining us. Thank Shout you for joining us as well. To uh Steady Geek and Reality Bomb Comic Cast, sign up for debate. Perry Perry hey. A <laughs> <laughs> Um He's probably laughing at that right now if I, I if, if I list, know. Does he listen
1: this far? This far in?
0: He- he listens every
1: week. Yeah. So he tells me. Actually, it's a shout out to Perry. He was just recently on the MoGraph podcast. Yes. So yes. check that out. Because um, he bring, he mentions us on it. He does. And that's very nice. But I've mentioned the, the, the MoGraph slash BroGraph guys. Um, yeah.
0: So go check out. And they're them coming out, to New York on. soon
1: for oh. some MoGraph thing. So I am going to see if I can make it to that. Cool. But I think it's soon and it's on a Monday. So I don't know. Um. I have to check the schedule.
0: It'll probably be the Monday we're filming. Yeah, probably. Pretty sure that's going to be... Or the like the next Monday when we get back, which you would never be no able to I'm take off. there's no way of taking
1: a day off before we're shooting because work just got busy, my day job.
0: Yeah. So, um, all right, well, we'll figure it out. So go check Perry out on the MoGraph BroGraph podcast. Mm-hmm. And again, special shout out to Brian. Uh,
1: Brian. Brian, hear <laughs> Why this? do I
0: keep calling him Brian? Brandon Brian. Lillard and Ryan Kotzer for coming to the rescue and offering to come to the rescue. We're going to figure this out. It's going to happen.
1: Well, you got this. Tuts. You got, got this. this. On that note. See you next week. Bye.